talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you it's lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit in stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shit, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop, episode seventy-six. I'm your host, Bobby Hall, and with me, as always, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's D Y L F. That's the Dilf. Dylan, what's going on, man? And don't you forget it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, glad to be here on this Wednesday episode of Talking Shop, episode seventy-six. That is glad to, or have a good episode lined up for you today. A lot of football talk, a lot of Browns talk. We have a great guest with us, a recurring guest as well. Bobby, why don't you bring him on for us? Yeah, big episode like you said. Um, D'Lo, and, and there's a lot of uncertainty coming in the next few months. Who knows where this goes. But tomorrow, the fucking NFL season starts. You know what I'm saying? I know you're ready. I'm ready. And uh, we're going to get into some of that stuff um, here. But the guest we have on, he's been on here before. Um you may not have known because he was on he was on an episode with Al Geisel, and when you have somebody on like that, you're gonna have a hard time getting some words in over that guy. He likes to talk, but uh, Dylan, uh, you may not know this, but if I would have never met this person, we wouldn't have this theme song that we have today. Um, no. Because I would Small have never get, came in contact in with uh, Sav Smith, all these all these great people that me and you are friends with now and have got to talk to uh, many a time, but. Um, I'm excited to have him on by himself to talk some some football and uh, some shop. But uh, we got my boy on here, Young D's, Nate Walter. Nate, what up, man? Welcome back to the show, uh, and thanks for your time. Bobby, Dylan, appreciate you guys having me on. I'm glad to be back. Like you said last time, uh, you know, didn't get a lot of words in with the old, the old bump, Jeezy. But uh, I'm excited to talk some shop with you guys today. The yes, pleasure sir. is all ours. The pleasure is all ours. Yeah, man, and like I said, uh, it's pretty crazy that uh, if 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 back in the day, back in the BG days, if we would have never crossed paths, uh, who knows what uh, the theme song would be today? But luckily, we got to meet somebody like Sav and get hooked up, and now we got one of the flies, if not the flies, podcast theme song in the game. Oh, for sure! Shout out to Sav. Um, yeah, I got it, to link up with Sav like like uh, maybe two months ago or something. Stopped over to AD's house and we got to kick it for a couple hours. It was pretty cool. That's what's up, That's man. Yeah, shout out to AD yeah. as well. He's uh, he's the man. For sure. But uh, yeah, like I said uh, in the intro, um, we are gearing up for the start of the NFL season. Um, like I said, we I'm I'm not quite sure how far into the season. Hopefully, it goes through. Hopefully, this goes all right, and uh, we don't get kind of what happened uh, to the MLB there, you know, mainly the Marlins. You know, that was a pretty scary thing that happened. But I'm hopeful that we get a whole season of football, and. Um, before we jump into you know the rest of the divisions, obviously all three of us were uh, were Cleveland boys, big Browns fans, and um, I think excitement is is um, is is up there again. I mean, you know, we can't lie. I think we bolstered uh, uh, the roster up a little more, but unfortunately, um, training camp hasn't been too kind uh, to our squad, uh, especially on the defensive side, and um, you know, right off the bat, Nate. I mean, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I kind of think. After uh, bringing these guys in, you know, being kind of, I don't know necessarily say off, but um, not any kind of training camps or, you know, regular camps, um, all the other stuff that would come in between uh, your August stuff, it kind of seems like these guys are coming in here, not maybe uh, completely in, in football shape, and once they put the pads on, um, you kind of see what's going on, but what do you think, man? Are you, are you kind of concerned a little bit, or, uh, you know, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, so... Uh... You know, anytime you, you're training at home, you're you're not training like you would, you know, in a world class organization, a training facility, 
uh, world-class trainers, nutritionists, you know, like around the facility, if you were working out, you know, with the team and stuff like that. So you're at home trying to, you know, get in where you fit in. You could do anything, you know, garage workouts, running, push-ups, sit-ups, like that, that doesn't really, I mean, it's the only thing you can do at the time because the, the virus and stuff, but anytime you have that and you're not preparing right, you know, or like as you normally would, you know, you're going to have injuries and I, I'm not excited to see, but it's going to be interesting to see the the number of injuries, uh, like they're talking about, like the fast twitch, uh, the deep tissue injuries and stuff like that. The statistics, I think this year are going to be high, which which sucks because they, they didn't have time to properly prepare. It's like ramping up and going. Yeah, man. And like it just it sucks because I'm looking at this uh, injury list right now and some are a little less severe than others. But don't do um, it, dude. Don't as, do it. As far as like Friday goes, um, the, the guys that didn't practice. Adrian Claiborne, Claiborne, groin, uh, Kevin Johnson, you know, he's got, uh, some kind of, you know, he's got that, that lacerated, lacerated liver, which liver. Yeah. I can't even believe he's even back in the facility, let alone, um, possibly practicing here soon. Uh, you got Carl Joseph that we just received over. He's got a foot injury. Um, Jarvis was kind of still dealing with a little bit of a, of a hip. Um, JC Treader starting center. He might not be even be ready for week one. He had that knee scope and then you got greedy Williams who, Seems to be just in, injury uh, prone constantly. He's been dealing with a shoulder, um, and then obviously, of course, uh, you got Mac Wilson uh, who hurt his knee, and then um, uh, who do we lose for this to the year? His, his uh, name slipping me. Thank you, Grand thank Delpit, you. Yeah, who uh, I think a, a lot dog, of people uh, like myself were really excited to uh, have him on the field because he was able to kind of do a lot of different things um, as far as uh, he, he could play like dime both safeties and, and now uh you know we won't see what he can do until next year at the, at the earliest sucks ass that's a big blow for sure um uh, i myself was really intrigued uh with his skill set uh kind of like the hybrid kind of move him all over in the box out of the box kind of situation uh given different looks and also the flexibility to even uh bring in some other talent um like a nickel into the package there or even run like a like a two safety uh or three safety package uh, but going on to the injuries, it's like I understand from a standpoint of not being in football shape. And, yes, people, there is a difference between being in shape and being in football shape. You kind of look at it oh, as sure. uh, uh, a circle being in shape, an oval being football shape. They're two different shapes, and you need to be an oval, and that is that football shape because you have to have – the, the the body has to get used to contact. These are like Mack trucks hitting each other. These are you're talking state of the art uh, facilities, um, nutritionist uh, constantly. You see these people. You look in football back in like the early 40s, 50s, 60s, so on. Keep progressing in, in the the human aspect of it. Genetically has just immensely grown, and you see that. With the Olympics, especially, like, records keep getting broken and, and as advancements improve. But I'm saying as far as, like, these people are hitting each other 110% full speed flying around. It is a violent game. And you see, like, even little little twitch activities, such as, like, a freak accident like Grant Delpit. He wasn't even doing contact. An Achilles tear that he had and he suffered was simply a DB drill. He was backpedaling, changed direction, popped up and jumped up, probably going 75%, jumped up for the ball, and he came down, and next thing you know, he's going to the trainer. Nothing crazy at all. A hop, skip, and a jump, and he tears his ACL. That, well, not ACL, excuse me, Jesus Christ, let's not knock on wood here. That's not what I meant. A tear of his Achilles. Not much better, but we'll see. It's a good thing to know that he is young, 21. He's only 21. Um, he'll come back. He has more than enough time until next season. He has about a season and a half now to kind of recover, get it to back to 100%. He might not be back to 100% 2021, but 2022, he'll be making his impact on the Cleveland Browns secondary. I agree. I agree. I was very happy with that pick. Um, that was something we definitely needed. It's, it sucks really bad that um, he's he's already off the books. And, you know, with some of these injuries we got that kind of seem to be stacking up, uh, I can't lie, man. I, I'm I'm definitely a lot more nervous about the Baltimore game um, today than I was, you know, three four weeks ago. And um, you know, they they only got better on the offensive side. Um, they got one of the best quarterbacks, obviously, in the league, Lamar Jackson. 
and now they have a very scary two-headed monster in the backfield um you know with mark ingram and unfortunately our boy jk dobbins from the buckeyes <laughs> um having those guys having those three back there that's going to be um very very hard to uh to um you know cover and, and stop yeah you would imagine early on in the season that there's gonna be a lot of missed tackles and we're going to see this league-wide, and, and we are we have ourselves a two-headed monster with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb there, probably one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league, um, because you're you're looking at having two top five, maybe six running backs in the league in your backfield, um, an improved offensive line, and you have a, a Swiss Army Knife fullback now. So I like this scheme. Everything is going to look the same out of play-action rollouts for Baker Mayfield. This is going to be really good for him. Uh, he, he got some lean muscle added, dropped some weight. Um, it's going to be a really good year and a prove-it year at that uh, for Baker Mayfield and this offense um, who had nothing but additives, additives to this offense. So I don't want to have any excuses, any excuses at all. Yeah, and, and before I ask you, Nate, uh, on your predictions for, for this week one, I will say last year uh, the next man up mentality worked out pretty fucking good for the Browns. Uh, if you remember that Rams game where – I think all of the starters in the secondary were out. Um, they came through and bust ass against uh, one, you know, one of the better teams in the league, and uh, they played pretty well. Especially, I can't remember his name, Dylan. You might be able to pull it out for me. But they basically pulled a kid off the streets, and he came in there. I think uh, he might even had a pick, um, and played pretty well for a couple weeks uh, span there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about this until you mentioned it, but I do remember watching the game and. And thinking the worst, but uh, they played pretty well and held their own for the most part. I don't remember yeah, the name. Yeah, it's just the offense. Didn't, I do remember the, didn't show the game. Up. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. I, I, my apologies, but yeah, they, they basically pulled you off the streets. You know, days going into that game, and um, he, he balled out. But um, yeah, Nate, yeah sure. knowing kind of you know what we're facing uh, as far as adversities on our team, and uh, you know that scary team that's uh, coming out of Baltimore. You got to go into their house too. Uh, what's your predictions on this week one uh, matchup? Man, I don't like to make predictions, but uh, it's it's going to be tough for Browns fans. Uh, I know we we have high hopes every year. Um, I'm not trying to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I'm I'm trying to keep myself from getting too excited. I got to remember that we do have uh, you know a new a new OC, a new DC, a new head coach. Um, you know the the offense, some minor tweaks, and uh, you know we added Hooper. But I don't, I don't know. And it, defenses aren't tackling right now, so that might be a plus for you know our offense. But it's a, you know, it's a downside for our defense because, like you said, they got those that three-headed monster back there, possibly uh, with J.K. and Lamar and Mark Ingram. So it's going to be tough for Browns fans this year, man. I'm, I'm hoping that we can uh, remain competitive and be in every game and you know pull out some ones that we're not supposed to and win all the ones that we should, but. Man, we might – I don't want to get too excited. I might say 500 or around 500 this year. I don't think we beat the Ravens week one, but I'm always going into the game optimistic, hoping. I'm I as optimistic as they come. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so, don't feel bad. Yeah, so you can only imagine where my head is at. But I have been burned more than once, clearly, uh, through my fandom or years of being a fan of and the Browns. effect. Yeah, Um. Being Bro, that so don't use it here. Don't use it here. I I went to so my first ever uh, Browns game. I got some buddies. We went up on a Monday night and uh oh yes yeah, me nuts. and Nick me and Nick went um met some of my buddies from home uh, up there <laughs> Monday night game. We're playing the Ravens, dude. The Browns. It's a crazy game. We're tied up. We're about to kick the field goal with like three seconds left on my oh, birthday. Shit, I remember this. And they block it and run it back. I'm like, I look at my buddy. I'm like, there's no way we lose here. Either we make it and we win, and we're going nuts, or we're going to overtime. <laughs> no, bro, we literally lost. And I'm like, I'm like, there's, I have a recording. I'm just like watching it the whole way. I'm like, no fucking way, no way that it happens. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. I remember that, and that's and that's seriously only something that would happen against the Browns. Seriously. Yeah. Something only we know. Well, Something everyone could relate. How it goes? Everyone could relate to this kind of situation. I can kind of compare it to this, and I'll describe it like this: Has anyone out there listening ever had a situation that 
it pissed you off so much that you're beyond reacting to it in a furious way. You just simply just have to laugh. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. literally just yeah. only when it comes or to you like just felt si- I mean, you felt sick. You know, you weren't okay. necessarily pissed off. You just like felt that sick ass feeling in the pit of your stomach, man. Like, yeah, it just was. Um, and it w- and uh, yeah, and, and the fact <laughs> and adding the, the other aspects of that were the fact that it was your first game ever in that stadium on your birthday. Like, you can't make that shit up. But um, we're gonna do a little bit of of a um. NFL breakdown a little bit, like we did last year with predictions as far as who we think was going to win the division. It'll be a little bit different this year because obviously we do 45-minute episodes now. Uh, and last year when we had, I think, um, Al on, we were doing you know 90-plus minutes. So we were able to get a little more long form on there. So um, what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll name off the division the and then I'll name off, you know, uh, you, Nate, and then Dylan, I'll, I'll share mine mine as well. But just uh, give me who you think will win that division and then a quick, you know, 30 seconds to a minute uh, of, of why. And uh, we'll go ahead and, and, you know, we're talking with the Browns here and the Ravens. We'll, we'll go ahead and just start it off with the AFC North. Um, I think we'll probably all have three have the same um, choice here, I would assume, but I could be wrong. But uh, we'll go ahead and go with you, Nate. Who do you think is going to take the North this year and why? Unfortunately, I think you got to give the nod to – Baltimore um I mean just because everything's the same uh, a lot of things change for the Browns this year a lot of things change for the Bengals this year and adding Joe Burrow uh new head coach Browns got a new head coach um I mean the Steelers are going to be right there it's going to be a tough division but I think the I think the Ravens are going to take it all right uh I, I think uh you'd be Good with that one and and like you said um everyone kind of upgraded and the Steelers get back you know the the heart and soul of their team, I think most would say, with Big Ben, um, that defense is, is nuts to the fa- to where they almost made it to the goddamn playoffs with Mason, fuck ass boy Rudolph and Duck Hodges under center. So, uh, think really think about that. That's crazy. So once they get Big Ben back, um, they might be a contender there too. But um, Dylan, uh, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go. Well, <laughs> come on. We added Austin Hooper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all that we needed. I think I know what you're saying. But hey, there's a lot more that's against us. New head coach, COVID-19 protocols, and that new schematics on that defense as well. We got injury bugs. Something's buried underneath the Browns facility in Berea. I swear to God. That's why I'm going with Baltimore Ravens as well. They won it last year. They have the easiest graded schedule in the entire league. I don't know why. NFL threw him a bone there, but that is fact. They have the easiest rated schedule as far as last year's uh, uh, records go. So it is theirs if they want it. So we'll see. It really just comes down to the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and Baltimore for the AFC, in my opinion. Um, So definitely Baltimore is going to win this division. Uh, Browns, number two for me. There you go. Um, and, and to round it out, I also agree. I think it's the Ravens division to lose. They got one of the best rosters in football and nobody's been able to find a weakness with Lamar Jackson. Um, and you know, unless he takes one of these hits, obviously, but you got to catch his ass first and he's fast and he can throw a lot better than people thought. Um, so yeah, I think you got the Ravens going with that, with the, uh, top divisions. And it, you know, it makes me sick to say that, you know. Um, being a being a Browns fan, but you got to be a realist here. So, and not to mention that the Ravens had the number one rushing offense in the entire league and broke it by by doing so in record breaking fashion. No one, no offense has rushed as, as, as sufficiently and as most yards in NFL history. They led the NFL by more than a thousand thousand yards from second place, even, and they added J.K. Dobbins, like you said, to that. So it's going to be very interesting to see. The only 100%. thing we can hope is that uh, the only thing we can hope is that somebody on the defensive side in the NFL, maybe with the Steelers or uh, probably not the Bengals. Let's just be honest. Um, but somebody that plays, you know, scheming for uh, Lamar Jackson, maybe for the playoffs or something like that. Let's hope that they've sat down and figured out a blueprint and uh, figure it out because I mean, I'm tired of seeing this guy run all over us. Well, you know, I mean, he's great you know, to watch. 
but hopefully, right. somebody, hopefully somebody figured him out so you can put on like put on the rest of the league so we can mimic your style. Well, if it's not going to be Bill Belichick, it's going to be Joe Woods. It's going to oh, be let's Joe hope, Woods. Man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Young D'Lo, baby, Young D'Lo. Um, let's move it to uh, the South. I will go with the AFC South here. Uh, you know, you got your Colts, the Jags, the uh, Texans, and Titans. And um, this one's going to be a little tougher to call. I feel like, but. Um, Nate, go you ahead so? and, and give us. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think there's at least a, a three horse race um, between the Colts, um, Texans, okay. and, and uh, I would say uh, I'm gonna say the Jags or the Titans. I, I honestly think that uh, what's his face is you know a little one year wonder. He really wasn't even that great. You just gotta fucking hand the ball off. Tannehill. Um, yeah, and what? you know he Tannehill, just got the. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Tannehill wasn't that. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Over the Titans. The Jags are going to win that division. No, I'm saying as far as like the uh, the the pecking order, I guess you'd say. <laughs> well, you're saying like said, the like Jags three... or the Titans are going to win that division, or not going to? I said it's a, it's a three three horse race. I think the Jags could be uh, like a spoiler of sorts and and fuck around and do some things there, but. Um, okay. I mean... And I, you know, I, I could explain a little more when it's when it's on. I don't me, know but, who I got in this division. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, give us, uh, or just maybe pick one, and uh, why? Why maybe you think they're uh, who, who uh, you think would win? Uh, so just look. So just looking at the list of teams. Just looking at the list of teams here. My first instinct is to go Texans, but I forgot that they got rid of D Hop. They don't really have a big receiver, do they? I don't think they do. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't. I don't think they do. I'm. I can't remember if they got one in replace of him. But they just. I think they just got smaller. I, ooh. And then, like you said, I think the Titans. I think that was like a, a one-hit wonder. Um, no offense to Mike Vrabel because he's a bug guy and he's a hell of a coach, but um, I don't think they're going to compete like that every year. I don't know if Derrick Henry's going to rush for. 15, 1,600 yards. But uh, I don't think Phillip Rivers is – I don't know if he's the man up in Indy either, but um, – that, that, Sure. And, he, and that's the the big catalyst for the Colts, really, because they're, they're set up yeah. for greatness, really. I mean, they got a pretty damn good roster, but yeah, so you know, quarterback if he, is if where. He can, yeah, if he can play well, shoot up. I'm going to go I'm gonna go random and go Colts. Okay. There you go. D-Lo? What happens? Not so random, Nate. Not so random at all because I'm also going Colts. Um, right. I do have faith in Phillip Rivers. I think they were just a subtraction of Jacoby Brissett away from making a uh, a good team here. And uh, I think the addition of Phillip Rivers, and he is getting out of that outdoor element. He's coming inside to Lucas Oil, and I think he's going to be able to sling the rock a little bit better, more accurate. The competitive fire, he's still there. I mean, he's Sperm got some count weapons, is still man. there. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's going to be guns blazing, and uh, I think the defense is going to hold its water as well. I like the staff there. I think it's a good fit. I'm going Colts. Yeah, like I said, the Colts have uh, you know the best setup roster, uh, in my opinion, in that division. Um, the Texans got real loopy there, and and traded away arguably the best receiver in the game, DeAndre Hopkins, for. One of the most banged up fucking running backs in the league, and you know a bag of chips, and um, but they still, you know, I think Texans have the best quarterback in that division by far. Yeah, I, would, that's I definitely it. think so. Um, but I mean, you got always oh, got Will Fuller's probably his best receiver, right? or I don't know Kenny Stills. He's not, he's not anything spectacular. He's good, but I don't think he's gonna take you over the top there. But um, I think uh. I think I go Colts as well. I think Philly Rivs, you know, pulls something out of his ass here. You know, he's the old gunslinger. He's got some weapons, and um, you know, he's got better protection than what he had in in L.A. And I think he makes it happen. But Minshew Mania, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you know, he's gonna be back slanging it, and uh, you know, he's got some decent. Uh, you know, decent receivers. 
Uh, Didi Westbrook, you know, he's kind of on the rise, but he's not hasn't been consistent enough to really, you know, t- to uh, put him on any kind of list or whatnot. Um, they did pick up Tyler Eifert, but you like to say he's uh, what is it, skin, glass, and bones, or what do you say? What do you, what is he, Tyler Eifert? Paper, skin, and glass, bones. Yeah, paper. Yeah, <laughs> which is fact. But if they can duct tape him together enough to keep him <laughs> together for more than three, four games, he can. He might be able to produce. Um, DJ Chark, he was pretty solid. So I mean, he's got some some weps out there, and then obviously my boy Lenny Fournette. You know, if uh, and, and it's a question of whether or not he wants to fucking you know try or not. So, but I'm still I'm still gonna go with the Colts though. But uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked though if if Jacksonville comes out and they and they, they spoil some of these uh some of these other teams in the division. That but. that's shocking to me. That you that you think Jags are up there so high, they think so highly of them. I think they're tanking, tanking, and that's uh, <laughs> that's all I've been hearing is that Jacksonville's tanking. Well, I, I know you. I just I got some inside information, and I'll leave it at that. Oh. Okay. Okay. Here we go, though. AFC West. We're gonna move along, and I, and instead of having. Uh, Nate go first this time. We're gonna have D-Lo go first this time because um, there's a team right here that uh, you know you hold special in your heart. Really, one player <laughs> in, in particular that uh, you you help blast off to the moon, change his life forever. He's uh, you know halfway to being a billionaire. He will you know basically um, part owner of a baseball team. He's younger than you, which is crazy. Part owner of a baseball team, um, probably the best quarterback in the league. Some might even say maybe the best player in the league. Who knows? But uh, that's your boy Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, Mr. Overrated himself. Uh, but, yeah, you got the AFC West with the uh, the Chiefs, the Broncos, um, the Chargers, and then you have the Las Vegas now, Raiders. Uh, D'Lo, who do you have uh, winning coming out of that division? You said kind of earlier who you said is even going to be going – in the uh, conference game, but uh, for this sake, the sake of the segment, who you got winning this division? Yeah, I don't really want to contradict myself there, uh, Bobby. So, as I did state earlier, Baltimore and Kansas City are definitely the top two, in my opinion, here for the AFC. Um, So, I'm obviously going Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. You're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. Um, You... Congratulations to you on all your success. Uh, no thanks to the Dylan effect for sure, though. But I have definitely come around. I respect you. I respect your talent. Uh, I definitely can't deny that. But uh, if you're listening to this right now, and I know you you might be might be in between workouts or not, um, I know we go a little bit back and forth here um, on the DMs uh, ever since you know we had our little head to head there action. But congratulations to you, man, my man. Go Kansas City. There it is. And you say no thanks to the Dylan Effect. I say all thanks to the Dylan Effect. That was definitely because, sarcasm, yeah. Oh, yeah, then absolutely, yeah, because um, like I said, you you uh, you put a rocket on his ass. It's amazing. But, um, Nate, I, I assume, I, I think it's going to be another division where all three of us have the unanimous uh, choice here. But, Nate, who, who you got? Oh, yeah, Chiefs. Um. Yeah, that's really all you can say about that. Yeah, simple enough. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I got the Chiefs as well. Um, Denver and the Chargers kind of swapped some players and shit. So for some weird ass reason, Melvin Gordon went to the to the uh, Broncos when Broncos. they already have two pretty solid running backs. But I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, yeah I got I the Chiefs know. coming out of there easy. The rest of some teams just they ain't fucking with what the Chiefs got. Um, they didn't I'm really like- lose anybody. And uh, yeah, like I said, they have the the best quarterback in the game, and uh, he's going to be ready to go. He used to be a good Speaking division, of, too. While, while we're on the Chiefs real quick, did you see that video of T.O. racing Tyreek Hill? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and while T.O., I think, still had like a 4-4, which is pretty fucking wild in, in his 40s. <laughs> wild. Um, yeah, I mean, he still got burnt to a fucking crisp. That's an actual fact right there. I don't know what he thought he was doing <laughs> racing that dude, but... His name's Cheetah for a fucking reason. Right. 
But uh, to move along, we're going to the NFC side of things now. Um, we'll start off here with the NFC East. Um, you know, you got your Cowboys, uh, the football team, the Giants, and the Eagles. <laughs> and um, this one, I think there's really just it's kind of a two-headed uh, a race here um, between the Eagles and the Cowboys, in my opinion. But um, Nate, who, uh, who you got and why? Um, man, I'm th- I'm thinking Cowboys. Um, I don't know who the Eagles have like receiver wise. I know last year they had like Ertz, and that was pretty much it. Um, but I think the Cowboys are gonna do it as long as Dak shows up. I think he's on a contract year and he's trying to get paid, so better have a good year. I am excited to watch uh Washington's football team play. Um, I've seen a couple. I've seen a highlight of uh, Haskins throwing a touchdown pass in practice to Terry Terry McLaurin. It was pretty nasty, and um, it's gonna be fun to watch those guys play. As a Buckeye fan, I guess. Yeah. Um, to answer your question for the Eagles here, I mean, I don't know any of these guys other than Alshon Jeffrey and, and Deshaun Jackson. These are the only two names that uh, you know pop out to me. I mean, yeah. they got Zach Ertz too, which is, I guess you can really consider to be a receiver uh, in that offense. But um, I mean, I, I had Ertz last year in fantasy, and he killed for me because that was the only weapon the Eagles had to throw to. Yeah, there uh, you just never know you're going to get with the Eagles. They're going to either be shitty or they'll just, they'll kind of surprise you and uh, pop off for a Super Bowl run. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> D'Lo, on you. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys here. Definitely. Um, I'm not sure what. I don't really believe in Wentz. I think this is kind of like a prove it year to him as well. I don't think that uh, he's gonna he's on a short leash. I think his time there is a little short than some may think. I don't think uh, he's risen to the occasion. He's uh, been fragile as well. So the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, he's on prove it as well. But you added weapons, um, so they have weapons galore. You have no excuse for Prescott um, to have a phenomenal year. So I, I got I got the Cowboys for sure. And yeah, I'm with you guys. Um I'm I'm excited to see what Dallas can do with uh, Mike Mahar- Mike McCarthy uh running the show. Um they uh, we'll see this is kind of a big year for Dak. I think um you know, this is uh what his fourth or fifth season. He hasn't really produced uh he's been he's produced good stat- statistically, but as far as like leadership and getting these guys, you know where they want to be, uh, he hasn't just quite he hasn't quite crossed that uh, into that realm yet. But I'm excited to see what Mike McCarthy can do. I think he's going to be a, a better coach uh, than what Jason Garrett was. But that remains to be seen. But I got the Eagles as well. Um, and before we go on to uh, the rest of our preview, uh, we do have another um, sponsor for this week's episode. It is again our boy Kyle and these guys. Um, at uh, From the Grass Up. Uh, from the Grass Up is a locally owned and operated company from the Toledo, Ohio area, specializing in grass cutting, weed control, landscape, and concrete landscape curbing. Uh, the owner, Kyle, is a great friend of ours and has been on the show a few times. And uh, as soon as I called him in regards to weed trimming and control, he came through, uh, got, got the work done at the house, and uh, made the lawn look great uh, in no time. Uh, and that's all while he was servicing many other properties and businesses. So um, he will always make sure that you're uh, taken care of and he'll treat you exactly like he'd treat me and you, Dylan, or his friends or family. And you got to love that when it comes to hiring a company for really anything. So uh, if you need anything done to your lawn at home or at your business, call Kyle at 419-345-5666 and mention Talking Shop. Or make sure you follow him on Facebook and Instagram from the grass up. And their website as well is www.fromthegrassup.com. Hit them up. Uh, he's going to come through. Him and his guys are going to do a fantastic job. And you'll be very happy that you called these guys. Again, that's uh, From the Grass Up. Uh, call Kyle at 419-345-5666. Mention Talking Shop. Uh, moving along, though, uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the NFC North. And, uh, you know, you got your Packers, Lions, Bears, and Vikings. Um, we, we know this, this, uh, division is very close to, uh, the bumps heart, him and the, him and the, uh, the pack there. 
And um, this one's a little up in the air. I don't I don't know who I'd go with here. Um, but uh, again, Nate, we'll, we'll, we'll run it out with you, and then we'll see what Delo says. Um, I think it's going to be competitive. I think uh, obviously the Lions aren't going to be the three and twelve team that they were last year. This year with uh, if Stafford's healthy, um, but. I think it's the Packers, despite their uh, weird draft techniques and not taking a receiver when this draft was like loaded with them for Aaron Rodgers. But he makes do with what he has. I mean, he's kind of uh, reminds me of uh, I hate doing this, but Tom Brady's he makes do with what he has a receiver wise. So uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of you can put pretty much anybody in there. Me, you, and Dylan can run routes for Aaron Rodgers, and he could throw for. 40 touchdowns um <laughs> I, I don't know man but i th- i think uh i think it's gonna be close between green bay and minnesota but I'll, I'll take green bay in this one and that's not a bad choice i think a lot of people would probably roll with them um that's kind of what i'm stewing on but uh young dilf what do you got for us i got the packers as well I think uh, there's a huge chip on Aaron Rodgers' shoulder knowing that this is probably going to be his last season here in Green Bay and he's going to make it a banger of a season. And a salute to the Cheeseheads. There you go. I think there definitely is. uh... What's that? Why is it going to be his last year? Hear me out. New coach, new, new quarterback. You don't draft quarterback number two okay and not want him to be your guy in the future and I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is fed up with him not getting weapons for him to succeed on the contract that he is he has been wasted in Green Bay his entire tenure absolutely wasted absolutely and they only have one Super Bowl to show for it is an absolute disgrace. And it was just a complete dumpster fire. And I think this is going to be his last year. I think it's going to be uh I think it's going to be somewhere else. And you heard it here first. Okay. Bang bang. And then who was it? Is it, I like uh, it. Jordan Love? Is that his name? Yeah. I yeah. Think, wait, yeah. He played for Nevada yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Which is funny. I mean, it, it's kind of playing out not um, 100% the same as, you know, the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers thing, but it's it's there's some similarities, that's for sure. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens after this year. We'll see if the D'Lo hot takes, which, um, you know, they're always scorching hot, and the accuracy, uh, you know, it's a different story. Not so hot. A little lukewarm, but if D'Lo pulls this off, Remember, we heard it first. That's TSP 76. Um, but, yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the Packers. Uh, I think the Vikings kind of got worse over the offseason. They had some key losses on the secondary. And then uh, that weird trade, they traded off Stephon Diggs to the Bills. Uh, not too sure about that one. But uh, we'll see. But I think the Packers got it. Um, I did initially kind of say it was up in the air. But as I was reading into it, um, I, I kind of do think it, it is the Packers to lose, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, the Bears, the Bears are always that like question mark. Um, the defense is always going to kind of help them out, but offensively, uh, you know, what the fuck are they going to do? But um, we're going south. We're in the NFC South now, where um, you got the Saints, you got the Panthers. You've got the Bucks, which is you know the the hot team right now. Everyone's talking about the hot off season team. Last year was the Cleveland Browns. I believe this year it's the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Um, and uh, who I said the Saints, Panthers, Bucks, and who am I missing? Uh, Falcons. Thank you, Falcons, with their new shit ass jerseys that they are uh, getting ready to drop. <laughs> and um, and um. Sorry, you're right, Nate. We'll get that next. But um, those four teams, I, th- I think, honestly, the Saints still have um, one of the best top-to-bottom rosters in, in the NFL. While uh, you guys can't see what I'm seeing, but Dylan's having a hell of a time over there. Just completely dropped everything he had going on. 
Uh, we need to get video for <laughs> situations like that. Dylan, I don't know what the fuck happened there, but that was nuts. But um, <laughs> Just hopped right off my fucking head. We got to see, though. Uh, they got one of the hot, one of the best rosters in the league. But uh, obviously, Drew Reese, he's still slanging it. But he's, uh, you know, in his early 40s now. And we're going to see what happens, uh, you know, in, in the middle end of the season. See if he's still got some juice, some fuel. But um, either way. Um, you know, I'll just kind of take it here. I got the Saints taking this division yet again. Um, what about you, Don? I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I want to go with the Buccaneers. I think the Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady connection is going to be hot. Get a good ground game going. Weapons galore with Evans. Not to mention, you also have Howard. And I think they have a decent defense, so why not go Bucks? You think uh, you think uh, TB12, huh? He still got some gas in the tank. TB and TB, it's just a match that was just made and ready and locked and loaded. Let's go! Damn, sorry, Bucks fans. Um, you guys are about to have uh, maybe one of the worst seasons <laughs> in uh, franchise history. I, I do apologize, but um, Nate, where you at on this? Oh man, this division's tough. Um, I think the Saints might edge it out, but I think it might come down to, you know, all three teams can win this division. Um, the Panthers got Bridgewater at quarterback. You know, we've seen how he played last year with this. Uh, was it last year with the Saints during that stretch? I don't know. Football seems like so long ago. Yeah, it does. He. I, no I think it was last year that he played like that five five or six game stretch with the with the Saints when Breeze was out. And he was like five or six and zero, um, but I mean, you see what he could do last year. He could him and Christian McCaffrey together, like they they got a nice squad in in uh, Carolina. Like Dylan said, uh, Tampa Bay with Gronk and Tom Brady and Mike Evans, they're gonna be tough. I could see them winning it, but I think I think the Saints are gonna take it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's their division to uh, to lose. Um, you know, they, they've been, uh, the ones running that shit for a long time, uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see they've, they stacked the fucking deck over there. Um, and if, if, uh, they can get everything set in place, uh, they'll be, you know, a team to look out for, for sure. That defense is pretty fucking dope. And now, um, they got a, a legitimate, um, competent quarterback. So, uh, that could be what they're yeah. missing, but, um, I skipped AFC East earlier because I wanted to start with AFC North, and I never swung back around to uh, bring them up. So uh, I'm glad you uh, said something, Nate. But, yeah, we got the AFC East before we finish off uh, with the NFC West. And, um, man, I think this is the first time in 15 years maybe, maybe even a little longer at this point, that you can say that the AFC East is up for grabs um, because obviously uh, New England's had, you know, their – their uh, hands firmly uh, grasped um, on the neck of the AFC East for damn near two decades. But uh, that that's, is seemingly about to change. But we'll see. They did sign Cam Newton, which um, I think I'm not alone in this one. Definitely even on the show where uh, when I'm saying that uh, I'm going to be definitely be rooting for Cam Newton big time. Uh, I'm not a Pats guy, but uh, I've been really, uh, really behind uh, Cam Newton's kind of comeback here. And I'm hoping that he can kind of produce and, uh, you know, take uh, New England into the playoffs and, and see what happens. I would love for him to have a really dope comeback year. He deserves it. Uh, he's really put the work in. And um, I hope uh, New England, you know, puts uh, everything into this. But we, it, it is New England, though. So even though he's signed right now, until I see him on week one, you never fucking know what's going to happen. But um, honestly, though, I think. Uh, unless Cam comes out and, and is balling out like crazy, I, I think it's uh, you know I got the Buffalo Bills taking this. Um, the, you know they got a pretty pretty solid squad there. They picked up Spawn Diggs, which is gonna be a good weapon there for uh, Josh Allen, and um, I'm excited to see what these guys can do. But uh, Nate, uh, who you got? Um, I feel the same way as you do about Cam. I want to see him ball out. Uh... Like you said, I'm not a Patriots guy by any means, and I really don't 
want to see them win, but I'm behind this Cam comeback story as well. Uh, he's going to be with uh, Uncle Bill, and Uncle Bill will put him in situations to succeed. And, you know, he might not have flashy numbers or be MVP or whatever, but I think uh, the Patriots are going to do well. I don't know. I just can't bet against – I just can't bet against Belichick. He might cheat, but <laughs> I think he's going to figure out how to – how to win this division and figure out Cam and utilize him to his strengths and and uh, lead the team to the playoffs. I got the Patriots, unfortunately. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there still picking them this year, so, um, you know, that's not anything uh, too out of the ordinary. Um, interested to uh, hear your thoughts, D-Lo. Yeah, Bobby, Nate. Uh, Nate, you said it best that, you know, Bill's going to find a way. And uh, there's an old saying that says, when there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> and I, there's I'd bill. say Bill there's does have the will, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he has the will for sure. And he still has that defense. Granted that I think there is a couple opt-outs that are uh, big on the defense side. Uh, one that comes to mind right now is just Hightower. I know he opted out for the season uh, due to COVID-19. And... They had a lot of a lot of key guys. I think six guys on the on the list that were of note. Um, and it's we'll see, we'll see. But I'm probably going to have to go with the Buffalo Bills as well. I'm going to have to go with the Buffalo Bills as well. Uh, Josh Allen, not the greatest quarterback. I'd say he's just average. Um, but you got Stephon Diggs, and you got a good coach in McDermott and a good defense. So Buffalo Bills, I think it's theirs. It's wide open. Go take it. Bang bang and. Um... We're up against the clock a little bit. Um, we kind of went a little more long form than I uh, had initially thought we would, which that's okay. You know, it's football, and we're ready for it, and we're three big-ass football fans. So uh, we're going to end it off with the NFC West, which I think most people think is going to come down to uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, and obviously, uh, the Seahawks, they have a guy named fucking Russell Wilson, who uh, I'd say is uh, probably the best quarterback in the league behind Mahomes. Um, some people might try to argue that, but you know, Russ Wilson, he, uh, he's the fucking truth. And they, um, they do have some issues, but they went and scooped up Jamal Adams, which that's huge for, for, for their defense. Even though they gave away the fucking farm, in my opinion, uh, and then they picked up Quentin Dunbar as well, uh, a couple key additions. But I am gonna go with the San Francisco 49ers. I think. Um, it took me until probably late last season for me to become a believer, but that defense is stout, scary. Um, it, uh, it it brought it made you know Richard Sherman look like he was five six years younger. He looked incredible. Uh, that front seven, awesome. I mean, they smacked Cleveland, um, and really pretty much every team they ran into, uh, you know, in, uh, until they ran into uh, the Chiefs there, but. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll with the 49ers. Uh, Nate, who you got? Um, oh man, so the 49ers. I just I'm not sold on Garoppolo. Um, sorry, Schmeezy, but uh, I don't know if he can be the answer. I'm not. I'm not saying he's he's not gonna, you know, put them back at you know ten wins or more this year because he they probably will be carried by that run game and that defense. But I don't know if Garoppolo's the the answer there. I trust Russell Wilson way more, but I don't know if the defense for the Niners overtake, overcompensate for Garoppolo. I'll go with the, I'll go with the Niners. I think they're going to come it out, pull it out. I think the defense will carry him. I'm right there with you, man. Dylan, to end our 2020 NFL preview predictions. Give us your take on the NFC West. I'm going to go with a curveball, gentlemen. And I love the young talent in the hot desert of Arizona. I'm going with the Cardinals. They're going to be explosive offense. Um, I like what they got. They got Hopkins now. Uh, They got Larry. Um, they They have a pretty good young stud quarterback. I'm, I'm excited to see him in year two. And I think that uh, they, they got a, a steal in the draft. Uh, his name fucking slipped my mind. Um, I, think, I think his last name's Simmons, if, if that's if that's right. Either way, 
he's he's from Clemson, that guy why I wanted the Browns to nab, but uh, the Cardinals ended up grabbing him right before at nine. Uh, Isaiah uh, Simmons, kind of like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, that's him. And uh, I wanted yeah. him. He's like a, pretty much like a Swiss Army knife on the defensive end. You can put him on any uh, anywhere, anywhere on that side of the football. Um, yeah, he can do it all. So it's going to be exciting. They're building building something special over there. So I'm going to pick Arizona Cardinals. That's that. Hey, that's uh, that's a little bit of a hot take. I mean, it's a young squad, but yeah, like you said, um, you know, they got Christian Kirk, they got DeAndre, you know, Larry's still got some some gas left in the tank. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Who they pick up? Um, you know, they brought in Kenyon Drake last year, and uh, you know, he looked a hell of a lot better down there than he did with uh, Miami. That's for sure. I mean, we've seen. You know, I hate to 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 shit on our Browns some more, but you see what he did last year? Four touchdown game, fucking insane. Um. And then, yeah, they got Kyler Murray, who uh, had a pretty solid rookie year and um, looks to uh, to build on that. And it definitely uh, they put some, some key components around him to see if, if they can do that. So I like that. But um, that concludes our, our uh, NFL preview, you know, with some, some division predictions and stuff like that. And um, I'm ready to go, boys. I'm ready to see what happens. Let's fucking go Browns, you know, see if uh, Stefanski can get these boys playing. Uh, let's get that fucking injury bug out of here. Fuck the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bengals all day and tomorrow. And, um, you know, Young D's, man, what uh, what are your last words? Oh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you know, it is always go Browns. Um, I'm hoping we get to, you know, watch the season, finish the season. Um, I can't wait for football. Yes, sir. And hopefully some point who knows uh we can say go bucks as well i mean it's always go bucks but hopefully we can uh watch them and root them on too but young delo um you know let it out man and, and uh you know take us out episode 76 of tsp um it's been a pleasure thank you for so thank you so much for your time and thank you all for the listeners for tuning in it's been a pleasure to do this episode and love talking football, love talking Browns. Can't wait for the season to get open. That's going to be my true outlet. It's been nice to see the NBA uh, getting started and all these other sports. Not don't care really much about NHL or even MLB for that matter. And it's going to be really nice when I see NFL because that's that's the true blood right there. The true connection of sports I have in my life and the NFL. So it's been great talking some football, talking some shop with you guys. Can't wait to bring you back, Nate. I hope you have a wonderful time. Both of you gentlemen, from myself, Bobby, Nate, and to all of you, have a wonderful week, friends.